You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're... It's Jason and John on Memphis' Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Who that? Who that? <laughs> Who that, who that, man, this what you been waiting for I mean, the game was all bad just a week ago Rappers was listening, I ain't hating, no Cause now I'm getting hot enough to fuck with one and stay at home And she can't tell the difference I've been through hell conditions Wishing for air conditioning Feeling God was never listening Now I'm on television And did I fail the mission? Your girl is tired of missionary Boy, you failed the mission Speaking of positions, just witness how I elevated Real if you celebrated Finger poke, whoever hated My life accelerated But had to wait my turn Then I redecorated that means my table's turn. Live life, might as well. Only way to learn is try and fail. Clients are the only way to earn. So if you're selling, or if you're selling rap, make sure it's mean so the fiends keep on selling back. Who that? Who that? I got that flame. Who that? Who that? I got that flame. Who that? Who that? I got that flame. So don't worry about, don't worry about my name. I got a flame. All right. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. It's August 9th. We're getting on through August already. Second week here. Very busy, busy, busy. Plenty of news to get to today, including Kevin Durant basically saying it's them or me to his owner. So we see why Kevin Durant was up so early trolling yesterday. He had some things later to say to Joe Sy, the owner. Now he wants change, or he says trade him. We'll get into what that change is, what he's demanding. Uh, Detroit Lions, hard knocks, anybody? Detroit Lions, hard knocks, anybody? Doesn't sound like we got too many takers. It starts tonight. We'll get into that. Serena Williams basically saying she's about to wind it down. 40 years old, the greatest of all time. About to hang it up. Her 23 majors, one short of the record. She'll have one more chance to tie it, I suppose, before she calls it a career. And, yes, with all seriousness, Serena Williams... You talk about goats, and we've been doing a lot of talking about goats lately. She's one of them. Is she not John Martin, who's a goat himself? We're also joined by a goat in Bennett Doyle. Many goats. Goat farm. Goat farm today here on the show. Good to see y'all. Yeah, man, pleasure to be here for sure. There's some times where I wondered if I was going to make it, uh, but we we were able to do that, and we made it. Congratulations to Serena on a, on a hellacious career. I do think sometimes when these things happen, when these news headlines come out, that people get a little carried away. At the, at the time, in the moment, understandable. Nonetheless, we must be honest. We must have integrity, right? We must maintain that. But undeniably one of the best to ever do it. Certainly in the women's division, the best to do it. So uh, we'll get into all of that today here on the show. Joe Theismann is a GOAT. Okay. Super Bowl champion, MVP. While we're just handing out goat statuses, you know what I mean? Like, why not Joe Theismann? 
Joe Theismann's eligible. I don't know if he's a goat. A goat in terms of friends of the show. He's definitely goaded in that sense, yes. So he'll join us uh, at 11.25. We'll talk to him about the NFL season ahead, get his thoughts on a number of things, including Kyler Murray, including quarterbacks around the league, uh, Josh McDaniels' debut, Titans. I will ask him a Titans question. I will not lead him down a path. I will, I will ask him open-mindedly. I will ask him honestly. I will do so with an open heart and an open mind, and I will let him answer the question. No, that'll be some leading Titans question about how bad they're going to be this year. It's nice to have been on the show. Um, sir, I, I do think at some point it's incumbent upon you to sort of, you know, stake a claim in this franchise and what kind of direction you're headed in. You know, you've kind of you've ducked the question, you've avoided the question, and I think now as we look out, we're a month away I do think it's sort of time for you to weigh in. Well, I've just been, you know, decompressing since the disappointing end of last season and trying to enjoy my summer. And, uh, you know, now I I think that uh, we've rallied as a fan base and um, we stand with Ryan. You've had seven months. You know, it's been seven months to decompress. Yeah, I mean, I needed it. It was was a depressing way to end the season. And um, I feel like good things are ahead for the The, franchise. the, The question is, did you miss your window? That's the question. Uh, I don't know. I still think we'll win the division. That's a tough one. It stumped him. I still think we'll win the division, and well, if you win your division in the NFL, you got a chance. I don't think that, you guys are going to win true. your division, though. That's the problem. Who's going to win it? It's going to be the Indianapolis well, Colts. Only one oh, of you rocks, think so? Really? It's, it's not going to be the uh, Jaguars. Okay. And they ain't going to, sure as hell ain't going to be the Texans. Okay. The Colts have Matt Ryan. They they. Oh my goodness! MVP. The reports wow. are good out of camp on him. Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor. Can he be better than Carson Wentz? Who's a better quarterback right now, Matt Ryan or Ryan Tannehill? It's not even a discussion. Is and it's it not? insulting that you even Matt Ryan brought is like it 50, up. dude. I can't. He's an MVP. He can't move his legs. Matt Ryan is an MVP. Oh, is he like 37 for real? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's in his 30s. He's, he's 37. Yeah. He's in his 30s, but it's... He is old. He does not move, Bennett. But he's better... Yeah, he's, I mean, that line better protect him. I know they got a no. good offensive line. They better protect Matt <laughs> Tannehill Ryan. Tannehill will jump across that goal line and finger rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now he's going to throw three picks. Right. Exactly. Okay. At the worst time. Will you tell John that that was just one game? Yeah, in fairness, it was just one game. It was the worst game possible and ever. If but they he could, got them all out. If they could move off of him, they would have done it already in the offseason, but they can't. Well, they did draft the quarterback. Right. Exactly. I mean, but they just so, can't. The money is such that they have no choice but to keep that, him. Of course, this year. Yeah, I, this is a very insulting way to start the show. You I thought it, it was going to be a good week. I thought we were going to get along. I thought it was going to be great. You opened the show with a dig. But you... Your phrasing of the question made it seem like it was a reasonable question, but I know you better than but, that. But, but then you, you compare Ryan Tannehale now to a former MVP of the league. Like, that, that's what you... See, that's what you just... That's where it gets sideways, right? I mean, his name is Ryan Tannehale now. Because when he drops back to pass, all you think in your, in your brain is like, oh, hell no, here we go again. Pick... Pick, batted at the line, trash. Play action king. Play action king. Huh. You right, bro. He had that play action against the Bengals in the, in the, on the first snap. Man, you act like y'all won the Super Bowl or something. No, I don't. Y'all fool lost to Joe Burrow. But I think so did they. And? As the one seed. Both of y'all done. As the one seed. More embarrassing for them than us. We're happy to be there. We had no business What's being there. What's embarrassing is that they traded A.J. Brown. 
That's that, embarrassing. Yes, but yeah. look, look, we're, we're going to ask Joe Thousand about this. We're going to let him settle it once and for all, right? See what he thinks about it. Maybe you're going to be in line for a great year, or maybe the bell is about to toll for you guys, right? I think that's a fair question. So we'll get into that with Joe Theismann. Uh, then we're going to be joined by Joe Tomek, the FESJC director. That's going on this week. By the way, did you see the, the, the lineup for the Pro-Am? I know that's like separate, but I'm almost more interested in the Pro-Am than the actual event. Does it include you? It includes Scott Stapp from Creed. Okay. Which was like, I was, I was happy to see that he was still like, you know, he's okay. He's out here doing like golf tournaments. He's fine. He's doing fine. You know that was a that was a random one though. It was like pity and you know a bunch of all you know. This other, I, I don't have the list in front of me. But it was like Scott Stapp, Creed. All right, okay. okay. I'm in. I'm in. Give it to me. I, I, you know my sacrifice. What else? What else? Uh, That's some of your stuff. You still play Creed? My sacrifice. In the Audi, you driving? You got Creed uh, on two forty. What's the other one with arms? What? I don't know what that one is. You didn't do Creed. Bro? Bennett knows. No. You didn't do Creed. No, we don't why, play no damn Creed. Why do you? Why, what, what? What's your issue with the Lord? No issue. I just you know, I, I was listening to other stuff. Like what? Saliva? No. Saliva? Uh, actually, all- no. No, I was a yeah, little back so, in the day. Saliva's Shout out a, Josie Scott, who's now I think a Christian artist. Good dude. Yeah, I think he Bennett was listening. Grateful Dead, fool. And corn. Yeah. Corn and disturbed. Wide that, ends of the spectrum right there. Yeah, no doubt. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be joined by Joe Tomek to talk about the tournament. It's his first year. First year as a director, yep. Obviously, you've heard of Live Golf. So we'll get his thoughts on that and more. The obligatory uh, Live questions. That's that unfortunately, right. I'm sure he's been asked 100 times a day. That's right. Uh, Got to happen, though. Got uh, the lawsuit out there. That's right. I mean, it's just the field. It's part of it. That'll happen at, uh, that, that'll happen at 1245. Then at 125, we'll be joined by Trista Crick. Did you realize that she has, when she was younger, she released a mixtape? Did you know that? No. She put out a mixtape, and she released the album art. On what her like Twitter. some fly girl stuff? Yep. Is it on YouTube? It's on. It's on. No, she didn't. She didn't put it on YouTube. It's like I mean, it's like that old. It's like CD. You know. She was, okay. I mean, I feel like this should be like her intro song. That's what I told her. I said. I said. I said we got to put like we use it as your buffer music. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, she she put the album art on her Twitter account and it's All right. it's it's great it's pretty great so it's legit oh yeah no it's definitely yeah I can't wait to ask her about that yeah so we're gonna ask her about that and uh, you know and, and like how do, how would she sort of compare her musical career to like some of the best rappers from Memphis you know what I'm saying like uh, you know Gangsta Boo and uh, La Chad and, and and others you know so we'll sort of ask her to I'm not sure there's a comparison well we, from what you've told well us. maybe she took some inspiration from them right oh, okay maybe there, there's some you know inspo there's a mixtape with bars on it yeah wow I haven't heard it but she put the she put the uh, I think one of the songs she didn't just do the art and there wasn't any I think music, one of the th- like I, she by Sheree. I think one of the songs was he's a thug but I love him I think that's one of the songs. And we haven't asked her about this in previous hits. No, no, I just learned of this. Wow. Yeah, but you got to check. Well, out, you're dropping bombs. You got to check the. Uh, you got to check the album art, though. That's the one. That's what you got to see. You got. That's what you got to see for sure. So DJ Crick is going to join us at 125. She also has an interview with Jerry West that got pub, oh. uh, released today. Okay. So we'll talk to her Big about time. all that and more at 125. So that is the show today. But look, a couple things we got to do before we get started. Uh, Hard Knock starts tonight. Can I get a little excitement? Well, it's the Lions. I mean, God, 
You you guys are. I tried earlier. Really, you guys are tough, it. man. Oh, I tried earlier. It. Y'all didn't even look at me when I said it. Hold so on, I mean, don't, I'm don't do it because John said it. Now don't get excited because John said. No, I was like, let's you, go. You were doing your intro speech. I didn't want to interrupt. I'm excited about Hard Knocks. The, I, the Lions? Yeah, because it's a new team. I feel like every year it's like the Ravens or the Cowboys or the Raiders. Well, the Raiders only had one year and it was bad. It was you know, but yeah, Tony O'Brien year. Yeah, but they didn't really like. Exp- they Awful didn't, season. Yeah, they Mayock, just brutal season. Great idiocy. Well, we wanted to give you a taste. We wanted to give you a taste of what tonight was going to hold and what the season was going to be like. And maybe it'll it motivate you and inspire you in your daily life. But this is a this is a clip from, uh, I, I suppose, the first episode of Hard Knocks tonight on HBO. Yeah. Bring it up. Bring it up. Well, I'll let y'all know, man, today is the minimum of effort. Do not give up. Do not feel like you're tired. Were you tired? Think of last year and think of that f-ing record. Every time I get tired or I think I can't go no more, I think of that f-ing record. Last year wasn't it. That ain't us. We can make it. Have some heart. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry because I care about y'all. Do your best. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Lions. I can't watch anymore without laughing. I don't know. So that, like, so, no, so, so I th- don't know, this is Jamal. your first time seeing it, right? Yes. But, so tell us your gen- your your first impression. John Listen, and I have talked about off air. I'm a fan of Jamal Williams, and I loved the passion. I saw his lips were quivering. I mean, he was really emotional about it. The problem is, is his teammates did not seem as emotional. That break <laughs> at the end, it was just one, two, three lines. <laughs> 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 like, that you, was not a passionate Lions at like, the end. It was you, one, you, two, three Lions. You know, like like the linemen walked off. They're like, what the hell was wrong with Jamal today? <laughs> when dudes, yeah. when his voice cracks, yeah. you have to go back. Because at first it's good when he's talking about when you get tired, think about last year's record. Like he was a leader of men at that point. Yep. But his voice cracks like a teenager when he's talking about last year ain't it. Wasn't it? Let, let's just let's go back and listen one time. It's it's there. I believe Bennett. To your point, he loses teammates. Yeah, hang on. Bring it up. Well, I let y'all know, man. Today is the minimum of effort. Do not give up. Do not feel like you're tired. Were you tired? Think of last year and think of that record. Every time I get tired or I think I can't go no more, I think of that record. Here's the problem. Last year wasn't it. That ain't us. We can make it. Have some heart. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry because I care about y'all. Do your best. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. My man screamed, do your best. And like, what do you say? Last oh, year, dude, la- he's passionate about that team, man. He said like, last year wasn't it. Bro, you can't wrap up with do your best. <laughs> right. The capper on the speech, he killed it with I, that. I he, liked was, it. he was too emotional it. at that point, though, to come up with anything profound. No, he, my, my man ended it with "Do your best." He botched the landing. I just think if yeah, you're, he did. If you're his teammate, he crashed the whole plane, bro. If you're his teammates, you got to build him up better than that. That man at was the end. He was Denzel, turn that thing and crash. Like it. you could, you could actually hear people turned like it upside down. You could hear people murmuring, like, "What the hell is going on with him?" Like you could, like you could, like you kind of hear, you know? Yeah. Um. But I'm excited the problem, about it. the problem is that's probably going to be the best part. Well, yeah, because it's from the, tonight's it's, episode. It's, yeah, there's no it, game, and it's, it's Detroit Lions football. Like in the end, 
what do you have to go on? It's going to have to be some passion or moments like that. Cause but I think, there, I think there will be more cringy uh, uh, moments like that because Dan Campbell's cringy, you know? Well, we, yeah, we I, already know that about him. I think it's going to be an interesting season. I think the Lions are going to be good. Well, they're going to pass what us. The hell but, is but that's good not, it's not, they're not going to make the playoffs, Bennett. What do you mean by good? I don't know. Good is playoffs, right? They're not making the playoffs. I think they got a chance. Oh, more. I think they got a chance to make the playoffs this season. I do. You're 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 a couple of years too early. Just you're look a couple at the, years too early. Maybe a year too early. Okay, Green Bay will win the division, but I mean, somebody I don't know. can come I don't out know. of there the wild card. I think Minnesota. Has Minnesota's a no pushover. You know, they they've been this underachieving is, for a while now. We've but said that so many years. I know this it was true, and I was I'm one of them that said it over and over again. This is the year. Man, this is the year Minnesota to me has to do it. I mean, Green Bay has no weapons, right? He's not, I, Dude, they I'll, still got a monster run game. Yeah. Like, and that Aaron's going to throw to those guys, too, as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he'll make receivers. They're, it's not just going to be all of a sudden they, one of the worst offenses in the league. Well, he hasn't, had, he, he hasn't had to make a receiver but, in at least, what, seven years? I mean, that's going to be a new th- challenge for him. He might still do it. He might be able to still do it. But I don't. I, mean, I know he doesn't like throwing the records. We've seen the to rookies. We've seen the numbers. But the Christian Watson dude, they've got high hopes for as well. It's not well, like they don't have bodies. And he some, won't have a choice. Talent. Right. He will not have a choice this year. For, you know, he's going to have to throw to to the rookie. I mean, because it's Lazard and Cobb is back, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, that's somebody he's go to. He's, he's going to turn 80, Cobb 80 into 50. a number one receiver again. Mm-hmm. No, they got it. another rookie that's having a good training camp. Everybody's saying receiver. Besides Watson, yeah, because he's out. the uh, The guy they drafted out of North Dakota's out. Oh, okay, Christian gotcha. Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I, I, it's, it's, you know, it's. If anything, it's just the, it's the, it's the signal that football is here. It's the signal that football is back. And uh, you know, I, I do think with a team like Detroit, <clears throat> you might actually, it might be better because they were so bad that that you know, like they don't really have anything to hide. As much, you know, like a team that was a you know, coming off of a big year or has high expectations, like there might be there might be a little bit more, you know, uptightness around that franchise about what they show and what what gets put out. I think like the Lions will probably be like they they won one game last year. They're not really trying to hide anything. It's not really a secret. And the Raiders were like they had a million things going on. They were, you know, with the Antonio Brown thing and the helmet and all that drama. Plus the Raiders anyway. So we know they're secretive. Period. Actually, I I have decently high hopes for this season. Is there a more boring quarterback in the league than Jared Goff? Not many, right? If there are, just in terms of compelling characters in the league, and we've already seen him. One on of the hard things knocks. that can help you on hard knocks, right, is is having that QB, having yeah. that that personality no, as a leader. That's a boring. Jared Goff does not. He's and he's never come across as that guy that you want to tune in for. But they so do have a, that. That does not help anything. Amon Sun God. Okay. Amon Ra, Amon Ra St. Brown, yep. he's in, he's an intriguing player, you know. Um, I really don't know if I, I, Hawkinson, the tight end. There's going to have to be a lot of Campbell and, and y'all's guy here on the, the uh, cracking guy, my guy crying here. Who was that? Who was that? Jamal. It was Jamal. Jamal Williams. Yeah, DeAndre be, Swift. He could I'm, be interesting. DeAndre Swift, that's you, right. You're going to need some compelling characters because their leaders aren't much of it. All right, and then the other uh, big news for us here uh, on the show is that Kevin Durant uh, has given the Brooklyn Nets owner, Joe Sy, an ultimatum. You either trade me or you fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks. That is the ultimatum. Um, they can't find a partner, a trade partner so far, because their demands are obviously high, as Kevin Durant is one of the best players of this generation, and he is getting frustrated. Is it a question to you? Is it? Is it even like I would do it? I would fire Sean Marks and Steve Nash right now. 
if Kevin Durant, if it meant Kevin Durant coming back to my franchise, what's my alternative? Steve Nash also. What do you mean if it means? They got him on the contract for four years. What's he going to do, walk and not play? I don't know. Like, you got some leverage, too, in the sense that you got him locked up. Well, yeah. <clears throat> you could sit there and not play all if you want to. How much that going to help your legacy? Right. You know, in terms of you trying to win titles. Right. So you got some options but, I mean, if you're side. Like, it's not like Steve Nash is so, like a good coach, though. No, 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 it's not. I'm with you there. But you're going to be genie bus and just let the players run the thing into the ground? It's clear that Kevin Durant's made some bad decisions in terms of who he's teaming up with. The fact that he chose Steve Nash in the first place. Mm-hmm. John, I was one of the guys that said they should stick with Jacques Bowen. Right. What, what are Nash, what, what, is Ky, what is Kyrie and Kevin Durant, what are they doing here going to a guy who's just a face and a name, mm-hmm. who's not unproven? They picked him. Yep. They backed him for this, and now you want to back off of it. It seems to me like there's just so much finger-pointing in terms of what's going on here, what's going wrong at the front office. This, most of this have been poor player decisions, player-driven decisions by Kevin Durant and his crew. I mean, you chose to bring in Harden. Harden gets there and says, I'm not doing this. Kyrie's crazy. I want out. That was foolish. I mean, uh, you get a guy back in Ben Simmons who doesn't play all year because you – why? Because Kyrie and Kevin Durant demanded. I guess I should put Kevin Durant first technically. Mm-hmm. He's acting like he's calling the shots. But what I don't see is any pointing back at himself and say, look, we've screwed this up too. Uh, because it's been a ton of that. And my point is, if you keep allowing him to make the decisions and run you into the ground here, it's going to leave you like Genie Bus, right. where you're sitting up there tweeting at night, crying about you know wanting the power back. The players have taken the control from you. And that's essentially what you're doing. And so for Kevin Durant, who's going to be, John, we keep talking about this, what, 34, 35 years old? Yep. It's how much longer are you going to let a guy like that control you? And again, I- I'd ask you this, teams that you know potentially interested in trading for him, well, what's to say that in a year or two he's not going to get like this moody and then demand that you fire everybody? Right. Is Kevin Durant still worth it to that degree to give that much control to is what I'm saying. Of course he's one of the best players in the league, if not still the best. But the point is, are you willing to give him all of the control? I think Josiah and others are seeing it. You don't want to be like Jeannie Buss and give up everything and you get, what, one bubble title out of it if you're L.A. Now she's sitting there crying. No, it's 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 fair. I mean, at some point, you got to pull the power back, and it's it's tough when you don't you don't really have the, um, you know, you don't have the trade partners too, though. You know, you don't have the you don't have the you know the deal on the table. No, but what you have is him on under contract. You've got Kyrie for for the one more year. You got Ben Simmons. You're expecting to have healthy. If you're the owner, you say, you know what? No, my my team's on the floor. Mm-hmm. We're going. I'm prepared to run it back. Kevin, you want to sit out, hold out, you do what you got to do. We'll get to that when it comes to it. But my leverage is I've got you under contract for four years. We're going to run it back. I want to see what I got with these guys. And you're telling Kevin Durant, no, I'm still in control. Now I'm with you. Nash is garbage. Right. He was just a name. So so you probably could do better with a new coach. But 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 I'm saying if you fire him and you fire Marks, you're just giving in to the demands of Kevin Durant. You're, you're letting him retain the power. you got to take some of that back. Right. Because, again, you gave it to him. He's in many ways running into the ground, depending on a best friend that ain't there half the time and Kyrie Irving, right, and then deciding, oh, oh you guys want, want Harden? Let's go do that. What, what good did that do him? But, again, this has been player-driven to put it in the position it's in now. Right. So all of a sudden you want to keep letting them drive the bus? No, you got to take some control back. Take control back of your franchise. You know, I, I'd call his bluff and say, I'm at least going to roll another year with you, Kyrie, and Ben. Well, they've done that so far. <clears throat> so we'll see. Uh, if we'll, I can't get a fortune for you. We'll see, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see just how far they're willing to take it. Uh, we'll talk to Trish Crick about this a little bit later in the show. When we come back, Joe Theismann is going to join us. We'll talk to him about NFL 
and more on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. One, two, get down. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Jason to John, 92.9 FM ESPN, and as promised, he's one of our favorites here on the show because every time we have him on, you know what it means. Football season is either in session or near. He's Joe Theismann, Super Bowl champion, MVP. Joe, what's happening, my friend? Hi, guys. How are you? Just trying to work on my game and getting ready for uh, what should be a very interesting football season. Yes, yes. And it, it, it's been an interesting off season as well um, with uh, some quarterbacks being paid, other quarterbacks not being paid. Um, I guess we can just sort of start there. Um, Kyler Murray got a big deal and then there was a lot of controversy around the clauses that were or were not in that contract. Um, what do you make of, of the commitment by the franchise to Kyler Murray? And, and, and where I guess, ultimately, do you think that can go? Well, I think there's a couple things. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Kyler's been to a couple Pro Bowls, and, you know, he's a very dynamic, exciting young football player. Um, I think, you know, Arizona's laying a foundation going forward around him. When, I mean, really, if you don't have Kyler Murray in Arizona, where are you going to go? I think that's one of the things that you have to look at with teams, and you look at the amounts of money that is being spent on the on that particular position, what are your options if you don't have that particular individual or you don't meet the market prices that are out there? Uh, I think in Kyler's case, you know he's uh, you know he's a dynamic young football player that I'm sure will get better and better at his trade. Now, what do you put around him to give him a chance to be successful? That's going to be the big thing. You know, Arizona started out like a house on fire last year. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, at the end of the season, they sort of backed off a little bit. So now they're going to look for, you know, a full 17 games plus of consistency. 
we, we saw the addendum that's now been removed, but that Kyler Kyler needed to spend time in film study. I think was required four hours per week. Still, though, that story's out there. We've got it now, Joe. Just just having played it at an elite level. What's the proper amount, right? If you're pouring in what you're supposed to pour in as an NFL quarterback and leader, how much are you studying on your own in that playbook? If it's a number of hours or days, Joe, what's the proper amount? The proper amount is what you need to do to get yourself ready to be the best that you can be to help the football team win. There isn't a specific amount of time. There isn't a specific amount of days. You just need to feel comfortable that when you step out on that football field, you've prepared yourself in a way that allows that football team a chance to win. I mean, and so, you know, I think it was unfortunate that, uh, you know, a piece of a contract came out. It's, you know, it's now behind them. And, you know, Kyler, I'm sure, is going to study and work hard and and do what he needs to do to help this football team win. And that's, that's the most important thing. But there really isn't a specific well, I'm going to spend X amount of hours. I'm going to spend X amount of hours. I mean, there's times when, when I finished practice and I went and I looked at film, and there's a difference between looking at film and studying film. You can sit down and look at film all day long, but to study it and find out, what are you studying? Are you studying the defense? Are you studying the way you're playing the position? Are you studying your technique? You know, I, I liken it to, you know, you guys always know I'm, I'm, I can talk about golf forever and i love to but it's like going to a range and hitting balls and not hitting it properly not having the instruction you can swing you could spend two hours on a range hitting golf balls Mm -hmm. but if you're not doing it correctly you've accomplished nothing it's the same thing in, in studying film there's you know what are you looking at and what are you looking for are you looking at yourself are you looking at defensive alignments are you looking the way corners line up are you looking to see if a safety likes to play games with you you know, are you looking at the way the defensive linemen shade? Um, that's why I think it's – that's why I always felt like it was great to have at least one or two receivers in the room with you when you studied film yourself. So that you could, you know, like let's say out in Arizona, Kyler and let's say Larry Fitzgerald were in a room together. Kyler could say, Larry, if you get this look, what are you thinking? Larry might say, well, if the guy's going to squat and sit on this route we have, then I'm just going to take it up now. That's not the route that's been called, but there's communication that's been established that if that instant comes in that situation, an instant comes up in a game, now all of a sudden you get a big play because they've spent time studying together. So, you know, like I said, it really it depends on the individual. It depends on the sophistication and complex, uh, the, the complex nature of an offense. There's a lot of different factors, but there really isn't a specific time frame where you say, okay, you're going to do this or you're going to do that, or you should do this or you should do that. You look around the league, there's a few quarterbacks that, I mean, this is sort of the year. This is the year to prove it, or uh, it, it could be tough for them to, to make it past this season, whether that's Baker Mayfield, whether that's uh, Jalen Hurts in Philly, whether that's Tua in Miami. Who among those three, and there could be more, but those feel like the most high profile at the moment. Of those three, who do you think set up the best to succeed this season? Well, uh, you cut out with the first one. I got I got Jalen Hurts and Tua. Who was Baker, the other one? Baker there in Carolina. Well, I, Baker is you know that's a whole new situation for him. Jalen and Tua have been in the organization. Both of those organizations added people, quality people around that position. Baker is in competition 
for a job. Everybody sort of has conceded it to him. But, you know, Sam's got something to say about that, too, when it comes to, you know, games. And, and really, the, the decision's going to be made on practice, not on games. Because I, I doubt if either one of them will play much during the preseason. And remember, there's only three preseason games. You still have to evaluate the rest of your football team. And it would be foolish to have your potential starting quarterbacks out there um, and put them in harm's way. So what's going to happen in practice is going to be the most important thing. Um, I, I, think, I think Tua has, you know, obviously with the addition of Tariq down there, you know, they, it changes their dynamic of their offense. Yeah. What Tariq Hill does, he changes the running game for that football team because people can't bring safeties up. You know, and, and Tua is accurate. He gets the ball out of his hands quickly. And now, you know, now it's on you. Let's, let's, let's see what you can do with this offense. Jalen's in the same situation in Philadelphia. They added people around him. You know, are you going to be able to get the ball where it's supposed to be? Um, Jalen's a bit more athletic when it comes to making plays with his legs than Tua is. And, and I think that's the way, you know, the offense is designed and set up. In Baker's case, it, it, you, it's so difficult to evaluate and say, you know, he has a chance to do this because you don't know what the rest of this is going to look like. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, it's really – it's an interesting point when we just talk about the quarterbacks. But I was thinking about this the other day. If you're a young player in this league and you're trying to impress the coach, you can't afford to drop a pass. You can't afford to miss a route. You can't afford to miss a hot read. Um, because the opportunity for you to be able to show the coach what you have is so limited. Like I say, you get three preseason games. Uh, you know, just to take you back in history, when I entered the league, we had 14 regular season games and six preseason games. Then we went to 16 games and four preseason games. So you not only had the OTAs, the mini camps, and training camps to show the coach, but you also had game situations where you could show the coach. Nowadays, I think there's tremendous pressure on young guys in this league that if you drop a ball in practice, that could be that could be the difference between you staying and leaving. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's really uh, it, the game has changed from a practice standpoint, which nobody really talks about, more than almost any element. You guys mentioned Baker Mayfield. You know, also still in Carolina is Sam Darnold. And I just I want your quarterback eye on him, Joe. With, with Sam Darnold, I thought coming out of USC, wow, he can make all the throws. Guy's patient. Gets to the Jets. It doesn't work. I tell myself, okay, maybe change of scenery. Goes to Carolina. Maybe it'll look better there. And it's just never come out. What, what Do you see anything, Joe, that stands out to you about, about why it just hasn't clicked yet and maybe never for, for Sam Darnold? No, you, you know, you just don't know what's going to, you know, when does, when does the light go off uh, and the opportunity of the people around him? You guys have heard me say this a thousand times, at least 2,000 since we've been talking so much over the years. Uh, the quarterback position is the single most dependent position on the field. Yeah. Now, has Sam, been, you know, has Sam been in the right situation with the right people around him? You know, Questionable. Not necessarily. Right, not really. right. Uh, there's been a lot of change going on. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that you know, I, physically, he has all the tools. Now, the question is, is what are you going to be able to do with them, and what is the team doing for you around you? We're talking to Joe Theisen here on the show. I always do appreciate his time. 
Um, in terms of coaching debuts, you talked about we talked about quarterbacks. Um, Josh McDaniels made his debut, and I know it's hard to necessarily take things away from preseason, but from what you saw, um, what did you notice about Josh McDaniels? Did you see maybe potentially some growth from the first time that he did this, or is this going to have to be something that we wait until week one in the regular season to really determine? No, I don't think you have to wait till week one. I mean, you know, Josh is the kind of guy who's been preparing for this moment all his life. I mean, we thought he'd leave New England. I don't know about you guys. I thought he'd leave New England five years ago and just, and you know, almost took a job and didn't. Um, I think he is, I think he's a tremendous offensive mind. And that, that's the one thing in New England nobody talked about. We talk about Tom Brady. We talk about Bill Belichick. But, you know, you know, and Bill's sort of the defensive guy. Bill's actually a very good offensive mind, a terrific offensive mind. That's why in New England they haven't named a coordinator yet. You know, it's like, the, well, who, who's behind door one? Who's behind door two? Who's behind door three? Will the real offensive coordinator please step forward? It's like, what's my line? You know, what's my game? Um, I think Josh has been destined for, for this situation. I think the Raiders are going to contend tremendously in a, in a very tough division. Um, I know Derek Carr is going to be excited as all get out to have him in that offense. And then you add Devontae Adams, and it's like, holy mackerel. I mean, you know, will the Raiders be better with Devontae Adams, or will the Packers be not as good without him? That's going to be one of these great storylines through the course of the season. I think, I think Aaron's going to miss Devontae. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was... Because Art Monk, Art Monk was my Devontae Adams. When everything sort of got crazy and you moved around a little bit, it just so happened Art just popped up. And that was the same thing exactly uh, in Green Bay. And does he have that guy now uh, in his receiving core that can be that particular security blanket that you had before? I think that's, that's one of those great questions. But I think Josh has been destined for this opportunity. And uh, that's a football team that's I think got a chance to do something special. You know, you talked about Green Bay missing Devontae Adams, and I couldn't agree with you more. On the sideline, can you miss a coach with the Saints situation, Joe? How much they, they've still got the weapons on offense if Jameis plays well, but will they miss Sean Payton, you think, or will it be business as usual? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to transition. You know, fortunately, we're not in a pandemic situation where you've had the OTAs, you've had installation. You've had many camps. You've had different, you know, you've had opportunities for this offense to move forward. I don't see the offense changing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. The play calling might. But, of course, you know, it was, it was different when, when Drew Brees left, too. You know, Sean and Drew were together for a long, long time and knew each other inside and out. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jameis comes in and really, really, I thought, did a terrific job until he got hurt. Yeah. He, was, he was doing the things that he had, you know, struggled and tried to do before, and then he became a much more solid quarterback. Um, it, again, it, you know, if Michael Thomas is healthy, it makes a big difference in that football team. Yeah. You know, one player, <clears throat> excuse me, one player really does make a difference. And people would say, oh, well, it's not one guy. Yeah, it is. One guy can make a heck of a difference in your football team. Um, you know, another one, another storyline is what's Kansas City going to look like without Tariq? Mm-hmm. Without that speed on the field. You know, I mean, they've, they've got good receivers outstanding receivers, and is Patrick going to have to sort of change his game a little bit, um, maybe become a little bit more uh, disciplined and conservative in what he does? Because, you know, Patrick at times, you know, he reminds you of a video game because he just can do so many things so well. 
throws the ball from so many different positions. It's exciting. It's fun. Now, is he going to have to change a little bit? Uh, and, and I liken it to when Calvin Johnson left Detroit with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford became a different quarterback when Calvin was gone because he relied so much on Calvin's ability. The offense did. Now, is that same situation going to occur in Kansas City? I have all the respect in the world for Andy Reid. If there's a solution to a problem, Andy's going to figure it out. He's just that good. And Patrick's that talented. So I don't expect Kansas City to miss much, miss much of a beat either. And then lastly, what, what do you make of the Titans? I mean, they were the number one seed last year, and, and um, you know a lot of things did go right for them, but they have a brutal schedule outside of that division. What do you think the year looks like for them? I mean, you know, if you've got Derrick Henry, you've got to feel good about the year because that's who they are. They'll play great defense. You know, uh, Ryan will, you know, Tannehill will make the right decisions. Um, I, I think the Titans and the Los Angeles Chargers are the two teams that could be your sleeper teams in the AFC this year. Mm. And, and, you know, I, I think, you know, and everything I've heard, Indianapolis is another one. I mean, the AFC's got a lot of really, quali- I mean, really, really quality football teams. You know, Matt Ryan's done a terrific job in Indianapolis. Everybody's just raving about the job he's done. And, you know, I mean, everybody says, oh, what a great professional. Yeah, he's been that his entire career. This is, this is not a revelation that Matt's, you know, doing things the right way and, and you know, being outstanding. That's, that's nothing. Uh, that's who he is. But I, I think the AFC, and then you go to the AFC West, where, you know, Russell's out in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Patrick's in Kansas City. You know, Derek's in, in Oakland. And then the Chargers with uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, you, I'm telling you something. The AFC is loaded with football teams uh, as far as – and loaded with young quarterbacks. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, Zach Wilson with the Jets. Maybe I'm the only person in America that feels <laughs> that way. <laughs> but, but I am excited for this year. I, I thought the world of them coming out of BYU. And, and of course, now Trevor Lawrence has got a, a terrific coach, Doug Peterson, down in Jacksonville. You know, we've got what's interesting. I remember many years ago uh, sitting down with Bill Parcells at a production meeting, and we looked at you know you look at the league and you look at the roster, and this is when Tom was getting older and Aaron and Drew and all these guys. And Bill sort of said, "You know, where are the young quarterbacks going to come from?" Well, we found them. Yeah, we did. We found a lot of them. Now there's a lot of young, really, really talented young quarterbacks in this game today. Um, and, and you know, the thing is to survive until they can put the team around you. It really, when you're a young quarterback, it's about survival. It's about survival physically, and it's about survival mentally. One, I'll share this one last thing with you. Tom Moore was a great coach with the Steelers, the offensive coordinator of the, of the Indianapolis Colts. When they drafted Peyton Manning, he made up his mind that he was not going to allow Peyton to get beat up physically or mentally. So a lot of the plays he called were designed to get the ball out of Peyton's hand because he wanted to build a confidence level so that he knew that next year he could grow. And he said the one thing about Peyton was, you know, he said he had to come up with plays because Peyton constantly challenged him for more, mm-hmm. more challenging situations. And that's just who Peyton is. You see the man that he is and the quarterback that he was and the player he was. And so I think from if you're a young quarterback, you, you know, how many years do you want that young quarterback to play? Or are you going to put him in situations where he's going to get beat up and hurt mentally and physically? 
you know, I think of Joey Harrington up in Detroit. Joey just got the living daylight speed out of him. And I think it affected his career going forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely did. David Carr, yeah. another one in there, yep. Joe, that got beat up down with the Texans, David was remember? another one. That's yep. absolutely right. He was never the same. Yeah. He was never the same. Hey, Joe, always appreciate so the time and the visits. Thank you. You betcha, guys. Always love talking about home team favorites. You got it. Pleasure. Appreciate you, Joe. Thanks, he Joe. is Joe Theismann, Super Bowl champ, MVP. Always love that catching up with him. Uh, talk a little football, football a little season. football. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that'll you know that'll be maybe the you know the future for years, right? Old Justin up there getting pinged around. Oh, it's going to happen to him. You saw him get his helmet knocked off last year. Mm-hmm. Afraid it's going to be more of the same. Afraid it is going to be more of the same, brother. See Roquan. Saw Roquan. Just an absolute disaster he, he of a wants franchise. Out. Yeah, it's supposed to be a new front office. They're not handling this very well, it looks like to me. New franchise. Probably can get a fifth rounder for Roquan knowing our uh, front office. That's right. He'll lay down, take whatever's offered. That's exactly right. Dennis was walking around and he was pissed off all about it. I said, Dennis, man, keep your head up, brother. Y'all wasn't going nowhere anyway. You know? well, that part is true. And then I just distracted him with a bologna sandwich from Tops, and he was good for the rest of the day. Well, that'll do it. You got to you got to bribe these people around here. You know that's the that's the dirty little secret about radio. Tops bologna like money. Yeah, you got you got to absolutely bribe people. Dennis is no different. Um, you know, it's you, you pay him off, you kind of get what you want. Well, I just appreciate him. Yeah, more than you. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. I keep a big old so, um... We uh, we we did have the world premiere of DJ Crick's mixtape here over the break. Jason got his first listen. Bennett got his first listen. Just curious to hear you guys review. I mean, now that you've heard it, uh, it was quite the racy. I thought lyrics, right? You know, it just you, very surprising, very raw, raw, and and um, 
you know, uncut, I would say, were the, were the lyrics. What did you just make of what you heard? Oh, uh, yeah, just wasn't ready for the lyrics. The lyrics. They needed that explicit lyrics yeah. uh, tag beforehand. Bennett? I mean, it can't be her intro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's not so not much for that. So much. For I believe that. she uh, she she said uh, you know when he's uh, when when he's moving bricks, just you know I mean it was it was a lot. Settle down. It was a lot. I, it it really struck me by surprise. You know, took me for an adventure is what I would say. Much like the proposal at uh, at Mud Island. That's what they want to do at Mud Island. They want to take you on a on a very similar adventure. Zip lining potentially has been proposed. Part of it, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's part sort of an of, adventure park. Yeah, an adventure park because th- those always work in Memphis, right? I mean, every time we build something like that, whether it's you know Jillian's or Celebration Station. Oh, this would be more than that. Oh, right? This would be more than that. Well, th- those things don't have zip lines. Yeah, they don't have much, you know, an, an outside component. Yeah, like this one would necessarily. Now, Jeffrey and Jeff mentioned this on their show. Didn't you do a zip line thing for the engagement? Yeah, it was Go Ape, is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you you like zip lining? Yeah, it was a big part of your life. Yeah, and then one of the employees sent me a uh, tweet afterwards with the middle finger. <laughs> that was really special. Maybe you just weren't very kind to the employees there. I Did think you, I was like very you, kind. A little bit nervous about the about getting a yes there. Maybe you got a little bit. Maybe you, you cut them off a little bit. Got a little short with them or something. I don't think it. One of them didn't like you. Too warranted much. the the bird. Now, you know? How about zip lining over the river? Yeah, I'm, you know, you instead of the monorail. You know, in Vegas, you can do the zip line over Fremont Street, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I've seen it, and I'm not into that. I'm not really into that uh, experience. Um, Isn't anything though at Mud Island an, an upgrade? Well, yeah, because like anything there's that would draw you down there or family down there, and in this case, it, this seems aimed mostly, again, at families. Yeah. Uh, isn't anything an improvement from from what it is right now? Yeah, so there would be, uh, you know, there would be zip lining, there would be grab-and-go dining, there would be an <clears throat> climbing walls, aerial challenge course is, is proposed So here. apparently they run, the company that's proposing this runs one in Chicago that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm down. I remember the days of going to Mud Island as a kid. Man, that place between the museum and everything else. Now, I got old after a while right, because everything it had to offer, well, you'd been there and you'd seen it. And it just couldn't keep up with the times. It keeps sort of changing and adapting, bringing in new stuff. But it was fun, the river walk and all that. Just just in terms of being a kid going down there, learning about the river, there were good things about Mud Island. I think you could take some of that, you know, some of those ins, outs, all that, that the, and, and, and throw some money into it and make something down there that, that would – Draw families in. I, I'm all for it, man. I, I'd love to take my kid down there if there was something good to see, if there was something cool. This sounds cool. Yeah. <clears throat> um, most time what we do is hate on stuff these days, on new ideas. I actually like this. Yeah. If it, it's not, didn't we think at, top, at one point, okay, you're not going to make it a top golf. Right. You know, didn't we, wasn't that one of our locations we considered? Yep. Do something with this thing. Got top golf coming out in, what is it, Collierville's going to have it? Get something down there downtown. And, and again, this company does one that's very successful. Study the one in Chicago. Looks like they do a good job with the one up there. Yeah, I, guess, I suppose it's all just, you know, it's something. It's, it's, it's something. Something you, needs to be there yeah. rather than the thing just sort of rusting and falling into the river. Yeah. But it, like what, it's doing. Did you, did you think this was a good idea? Yeah, because, I mean, I think the idea of Mud Island has uh, always been, like, kind of adventure a little bit, right? Like you talk about there's the like water stuff that the kids can run through and then you have people that do the kayaks off of Mud Island yeah, they and got the that. rentals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I do think there's already that little adventure type aspect embedded in Mud Island. So I think it makes sense as a fit for sure. I uh So you got two you got two we're sending them to Hollywood. Right. 
I'm not. What about you? Is this? I, I, I'm, you I'm, sound a little iffy. On I'm it. one of those. Like I'm like the third judge who's like, well, I'm not going to say no if the other two are saying yes. I'm like Lionel Richie, and you're the. I mean, what, at this what? point, I'm down for anything to go in Mud Island. Like I, I want them to just. He's get Ra- that. he's Randy Jackson. It's so much space. No. It's a cool spot. Like you, yeah, you dog. Know, give people a reason to go. You're Randy Jackson, bro. All right, that's who you are. I think I made a good point. You did make Randy Jackson makes good points. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, Randy Jackson can't make good points. Why are you offended by that comparison? You know, so, no I mean, offense taken. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you're Paula Abdul. No, I just said I'm Lionel Richie. Fool, I'm deciding who I am. <laughs> okay, who's the? Who's you're not going to make me a woman. Who the? Who the now, nah, who's the country guy though? The update. The, not 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 the guy he mentioned, but the one that's been more recent. Uh, Luke Bryan. That's him. You're not gonna that's make, who ben, that's who Bennett is. You're not going to make me a woman. <laughs> that's what you're wow. not going to do. You're going to be the woman, the <laughs> moody woman in the middle. Who's that? Whoever it is now. Who is it? I don't know. I don't even think you're current. I don't. I don't even think you're up to date on the judge list. You probably are mixing seasons here. Probably a little bit of that. Like the like the Luke Bryant throws in. He's one of the latest. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, he's in one of them. I have no idea. Who's I'm pretty on sure Lionel now. might be done. Luke Bryant's on The Voice. You're, are you thinking about the voice? It's all the same. Well, like they yeah, they change them in and out, right? The point is, we're sending them through to Hollywood. Is uh, that, that's the point? Is that what happens on the voice? Like, uh, uh, same thing on the, the, the. So you think you can dance? It's all the same. You yeah, have the like, three judges. I mean, they're all run the same. The format. iconic judge panel of all time is Paul Abdul, Randy Jackson, Simon Cowell. That's the best one, right? Is there any one that's more? Because so many other ones change. I mean, they they had that same panel for like ten years. It didn't. change. Lopez was on for a while. You know, some people liked her. Jennifer was on for a yeah. while. No, but you're right about the. I guess the initial ones, the the most iconic. <clears throat> right now, we know what you would have done if Trista Crick had performed her song. What you'd be sending her on through to Hollywood. I I see a talent, bro. I, it's mm-hmm. a real gift to be able to. I think put those lyrics, you know, together like that. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, you gotta look it up. We're, she'll 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 have to address this. She'll have to answer that to that. You know, at 125, I'm for anything that enhances downtown Memphis or continues to enhance Same. that part of of mm-hmm. Memphis, Tennessee. I wish for we all could of get, that. I'd like to get the amphitheater up and running. Yeah, that again. love yeah. what we're doing with Liberty Park, right? Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.